Welcome to the latest edition of the Buff Zone podcast. I am Brian Howell and joined once again by Pat Rooney. How are you, Pat? Good, Brian. It's been an eventful couple weeks. Yes, it has been. Yeah. No, no football games to cover, but uh, plenty to cover, you know, with a coaching change, obviously. And, uh, you know, in this podcast, we're going to preview the game against uh, California on Saturday at Folsom Field, uh, noon over at Folsom. It is family weekend and almost a sellout. So um, despite being 0-5 and the only winless team in the country, uh, the Buffs are, uh, are expecting to have a pretty nice crowd that helps when it's family weekend. I know that, but still helps the atmosphere. So we're going to preview that game, but let's talk about the coaching change a little bit, uh, Pat. And, um, you know, you're not around uh, football as much as I am, but, you, but you've been around, you know, at, at the press conferences and things like that. You've seen Mike Sanford. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, everything that's gone on the last couple of weeks? Well, first of all, obviously we haven't done one of these since the actual firing happened. And after that Arizona game, I, you and I talked about it. So yeah, everyone has talked about it. It kind of just had to happen uh, by that point. You know, this team was not progressing at all and just falling behind really steeply early in games and not really putting up much of a fight. They had to do something. So not surprised that it happened. Um, you know, that happened ahead of the bye week, obviously gives the new staff, uh, you know, also obviously Chris Wilson being let go as defensive coordinator. So an entire staff shake up a bye week to try to figure it out and settle in. And, and obviously we've got the game this week against Cal. So uh, it, it, obviously it was just time. Uh, we, you know, we've talked about it. I've written about it, how, you know, the more Darrell's fingerprints got entrenched into this program, uh, the, the worse the team performed on the field. So, uh, obviously not the direction you want to trend. Uh, and as far as going with Mike Sanford, um, you know, I wrote about this last week as well. Uh, you know, he did a good job just in the press conferences. I, I, I know you briefly got to go in and, and check out a couple practices. The team social media account has put out a couple hype videos. Obviously, they've talked a lot about it. We've seen it in the press conference that the energy is a lot different, but <laughs> We'll see how that happens on Saturday. I think it almost has to be different uh, than what we've seen so far. Uh, if it was the same, I think that would be or, or worse or less energy or anything like that. I think that would be uh, doubly alarming. But we'll see how it goes on Saturday. Uh, it was pretty easy for Mike Sanford to kind of win the room uh, in the immediate aftermath of the change and, and just kind of be the anti-Durrell in these press conferences. But what will it turn into on Saturday? Obviously, that's a big question. Yeah, yeah, that's obviously the question. And, um, you know, I agree with you, the change had to happen. And, uh, you know, I, based on the results, I'm not surprised Chris Wilson got fired, but I was somewhat surprised that uh, both of them got fired. Um, only that that wasn't really on my radar as much as just having, you know, Carl Durrell let go, you know. So, um, but it is, I mean, I don't know how often you see a college football team or, you know, NFL team, whatever that uh, is going to go into the second half of the season with a new head coach, a new offensive coordinator, and a new defensive coordinator all at once. I mean, I don't know how often that happens. And then you throw in that uh, you, know, you promote Jeff Smart and Chris Reinert, and uh, five of those 11 coaches are basically in new positions uh, with seven games left. So it's quite a shakeup, and you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I, I will say you know, the energy – 
yes, it, it, it has to be different. And I was joking with uh, our colleague, Adam Munster tiger, that we were uh, outside of practice the other day. And you know, I kept hearing, uh, you know, at, they're, they're done. They're wrapping up. And you kept, you kept hearing the team like cheer. And then they would be talking about the coaches and you hear cheering. I'm like, man, it sounds like like William Wallace is in there, like firing up the troops, you know, uh, <laughs> from Braveheart, you know, and, and yeah. I mean, it was just the energy. It has been, you know, you can feel it out there. And uh, I am curious what this does, because um, I think that's a huge thing. And, you know, X's and O's is a big deal. Personnel is a big deal. I get all that. But I do think that the attitude of the team is a huge deal. I had, you know, a player tell me, look, it's a hell of a lot more exciting to go to practice now than it was before. And people want to be there now. And it was just kind of a thing you had to do uh, prior to this. So um, I think that's something that's very real. You know, what do you think, Pat? I mean, I know uh, the, it's not like they all of a sudden got a bunch of five stars and the, they added a whole bunch of uh, free agents or, <laughs> you know, transfer portal guys in the last week. But I do think that when the attitude is different, that can change things on the field. Oh, absolutely. It can, um, you, you know, it's a question whether it does, but absolutely it can. And, you know, the players, uh, we, we've talked about this after some of the earlier games this year, you know, the, the players are smart. They see what's going on on the field. Uh, you know, I know in that opener in the TCU game, uh, you know, we talked about whether, you know, TCU obviously piled it on uh, after halftime in what had been a close game. And, you know, the offense went out there, had a couple just horrible drives, and you could see the life kind of gets sucked out of the sideline and the life gets sucked out of the defense as, as TCU started the role. Uh, you know, a similar, similar situation uh, at Air Force. Uh, so changing that and, you know, maybe feeling like obviously you got Owen McCown now, a quarterback, and, and the, the, the team's been moving the ball a little bit better. So, uh, hopefully for the buffs that situation has been addressed and, and the offense can at least function uh, a little more proficiently, but certainly the attitude change can help, you know, it's easy, but again, it's easy to do that in practice. It's easy to do to when you kind of wipe the slates and um, you, you know, kind of reshuffle the deck and, and, and have a new perspective. Obviously the, the results haven't been there. The players know that. Uh, so, so shaking things up. Yeah, it, it can change the attitude. We'll, we'll see what happens on Saturday. You know, this is a game that the buffs, you know, in the beginning of the year, we feel like this was maybe one of the, the winnable games, uh, certainly one of the ones that they can be competitive in. Uh, so an interesting test to see how much or just how well this newfound enthusiasm translates to the field. Yeah, you know, and I will say, you know, you and I, you were both, you know, you were there with me when we talked with uh, Dion Smith this week and uh, really liked Dion. I mean, um, great interview, you know, insightful young man. And uh, I loved what he had to say about the energy. And he said, it's way different. But then he said, but you know what? We had good energy before and uh, and we didn't go out and play, you know, and it all came down to we didn't do it on Saturday. So, um, you know, even he was like, look, we still got to go do it on Saturday. And, you know, and essentially what he was saying was, you know, this energy is great and everything, but it's time to go do it on Saturday. And I think that's pretty much the general feeling is, you know, even being around this team the last couple of weeks, you can get excited about the energy. If you're on the team, you're probably excited about the energy, but just freaking go out there on Saturday and, and play a good football game. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy how this team, you know, continually has talked about, how well things are uh, in the season or during the week. 
and then on Saturday they're just not very good. And so um, I am curious to see can they actually put a good product on the field. Yeah, well, see, for me personally, uh, what I'm looking forward to the most, I guess, is, you know, seeing how the defense responds. Uh, they've been they've been awful. I mean, the offense has been awful, especially early. Um, but, you know, they were kind of awful last year, and we, we didn't really know what to expect of them coming this year. We, we thought the defense would be okay, uh, and they haven't been. Uh, far from it, actually. Uh, and unlike the offense, uh, there's been no real signs of getting things turned around. Uh, you know, offensively, it looks like maybe they found a little something with Owen McCown. And, and, and like we talked about, they got some – I wrote about just yesterday, the uh, running backs, uh, you know, they seem – especially with the, the freshmen in, in, the, uh, in the mix, that they seem to have, you know, s- some pieces there to work with going forward. Uh, so maybe they're figuring something out on offense. You know, they're not going to end up as the Pac-12's leading offense, but it looks like they're at least have figured some things out since the early weeks. The same can't be said of the defense. Uh, and obviously the coordinator there was let go as well. Uh, and, you know, you talk about energy and enthusiasm. I think that's a place where uh, it, it can show up. It's hard, you know, offense, you know, especially in, in skill positions, you kind of have to play – with, with, with a good head on your shoulders, uh, you know, you have to read things, you have to kind of be in control and see what's going on. You have to do that on defense as well, but it's a lot easier on defense to kind of let go and fly around and play with it. Just, just rely on energy and enthusiasm uh, to make some plays. Uh, and obviously Cal's coming in here with a, a freshman running back and Jade and not, who has been very impressive so far. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to see how this unit reacts uh, going against another very good rushing team. Yeah, you know, and as far as that evidence of the defense getting better, again, we have not seen it in a game yet, but, you know, I will say that everything that we're hearing from practice is that this defense um, has changed quite a bit in the last week. Um, I had one offensive veteran tell me that, uh, you know, this defense is the fastest in the last week that he's seen in three years. Um, I had one assistant coach tell me that they're doing things in the last week that, you know, the offense is like, whoa, what, what's going on here? You know, and then that they're, the defense is, you know, just they're playing with this confidence and this, this speed. And they, and they, they've apparently simplified the defense to the point that these guys can go out and play confident and fast. And so um, again, it's all the good things you're hearing, but can we actually see that uh, on the field? And, you know, the other thing that's interesting, Pat, is that, you know, Mike Sanford has said, um, you know, he said it to us in the press conference, and then I heard him uh, on the radio show with Mark uh, Johnson the other night. Uh, he, re- he reiterated this, but um, he said he talked about putting players in different positions, and that uh, you know he had some ideas even before Carl Durrell was fired that he's kind of watching things uh, with their defense and thinking, man, this guy looks better or would be better at this spot. And so he hasn't mentioned names and, and where he's putting people, but um, I think that's the biggest thing I'm looking forward to seeing is like what changes has Mike made here? Like is Robert Barnes now a safety, you know, um, you know, with, with Isaiah Lewis uh, out for, you know, an indefinite period of time. um, What changes are are made? Like what, what does that look like? I mean, is our safeties, uh, you know, moving over to corner are some linebackers playing safety. So um, I'm interested to see all those different things and, um, you know, see what it looks like before anything else. So pregame warmups to me are going to be, uh, some of the more intriguing uh, pregame warmups. Hey, <laughs> the way some of these games have gone, it might wind up being the most interesting part of the game for you, Brian. <laughs> well, 
Well, I, I would hope not. <laughs> maybe, maybe not this one, but there's been some weeks where that was the high point. You know what I will say, though, is it's amazing how this season has evolved. We're only five weeks in, and you know, from the start of fall camp through the first four weeks of the season, really, and maybe even uh, including the Arizona game, the number one topic was quarterback, right? Uh, and yeah. it was who's going to win that quarterback job. You know, it was a battle all through camp. Brandon Lewis comes out week one. JT Shrout's out there week two. Week three is the shuffle. Week four is Owen McCown. I haven't heard the the word quarterback all week, and I'm not sure I've yeah. heard Owen's name really. Um, it just they it seems like they've got that spot settled, kind of like you mentioned. Not that he's been great, but um, it's amazing how that was the story of this team for the first uh, you know two months, you know, including fall camp, and now. I just I didn't write about quarterback at all this week, and I'm not sure I heard the word. <laughs> well, we'll see how that works out on 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 Saturday. And how do you think this is going to play out? I'll start. You know, uh, that offense going against a uh, uh, you know what, what typically is a, a a pretty tough defense for the Cal Golden Bears. Uh, you know, I, I'm not on the uh, energy and enthusiasm bandwagon just yet, Brian. Um, this team hasn't shown enough for me to. Uh, you know, to pick them in any game, but, you know, I, I, I think, I think the home crowd, you know, and, and, and by the way, let me say this kudos to the bus fans for the near sellout already. Uh, and I think it just goes to show you, you know, you, you and I know this, but uh, to see the support that this football program has, even in these sorts of times, you know, you really feel for these fans and, 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 and hope they get it figured out at some point where, you know, this this beautiful fall Saturday that's going to be at Folsom Field uh, uh, has a much more intriguing team on the field than, than what we're seeing now at some point. But uh, kudos to the Buffs fans for that. It should be a great day on Saturday. But as far as the game goes, yeah, uh, until I see it, I have a hard time seeing this defense slowing down Jade and Ott. Uh, I do think the Buffs maybe will put up a little bit better of a fight, but uh, in the end, I'm thinking uh, 34-17 Cal. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to go the optimistic route here. And, uh, um, <laughs> so there's there's reasons for it. And, and I I'm thought going... 34-17 was optimistic. <laughs> well, that, that'd be their closest game of the year for sure. Um, uh, but I mean, I was I'm going to admit that part of my prediction is rooted in the in the fact that. I desperately need a win. <laughs> you know, I need to, I need to cover a win, but yeah, um, this, this week's about you, Brian, how it, it is about <laughs> me. No, but, but, but honestly, you know, true analysis yeah. here um, with all of the changes and everything. Uh, if there's ever a week that CU can come out and surprise an opponent, it's this week. Cal, yeah, I'd agree. No, you know, Cal has no idea, you know, what changes are going to be made here. Um, you know, what does this defense look like? I mean, the defense, from what we're hearing from practice, this could be a defense, uh, you know, that no team has seen yet, that Cal hasn't seen on film. Um, are there things? It doesn't sound like offensively they've changed a lot, but uh, there's maybe some new wrinkles in there that uh, that Cal hasn't seen yet. Uh, are there some personnel changes Cal hasn't seen yet? So, um, I'm a I'm a believer in that energy, and I think that if that the element of surprise could play uh, a factor here. I also think. Cal to me is not a great football team. They're a decent defense. They got a decent offense. Uh, you know, Jaden Knott's a, a very good running back. Uh, but you know, I mean, Washington State stuffed him two weeks ago. Um, it can be done. Uh, they're they're a decent team. They're kind of a 
you know, the picture of mediocrity. And, you know, they're a team that is could very easily and almost did go into South Bend and beat Notre Dame. Uh, Cal's going to compete with an Oregon, uh, USC, things like that. But they also could lose to a CU, uh, you know, a, a team like that. So um, putting all that together, I'm actually going to pick a Buffs win 28-27. Ooh, Brian Howe calling it and i don't care how dumb i sound doing that pat <laughs> i need a win everybody associated with this program needs a win and uh, i think if they're ever going to do that this season it's going to be this one and if they can get this one i think it could maybe lead to another one but um i think that if they don't get this one that's probably it as far as yeah uh, you gotta a win. play time brian what's that <laughs> Got to play them one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Got to play them one at a time. You're right, but you know I do think that element of surprise could uh, could really benefit the Buffs this week, and um, we'll see. Uh, well, uh, I'll, I'll be happy for you if they get a win, and uh, if there's a a nail biting finish that ends in a victory, I'll be the one giving you that Gatorade shower. All right. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll tell you this: uh, you know that you know how I how I operate in the press box, and I kind of keep my play by play so I can make notes and all that, and. At some point, if the game's out of hand, I stop keeping the play-by-play so that I can get writing on my game story. I haven't really watched a fourth quarter this year, so you know I, I'd be interested uh, to watch a fourth quarter. Well, you haven't missed much. No, I have not. Well, that that's when most of their scoring's happened. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> that. Those those garbage time touchdowns. Garbage time touchdowns. So, um. Yeah, basketball heating up. We will talk about that more in, in future podcasts, but I've uh, very much been enjoying what I've been seeing at, at practice for the men's team out there. Uh, I know you've had a few uh, women's basketball features that uh, folks can check out at, at buffzone.com and uh, soccer with a big Friday night road game at Arizona. Looking for a big result before they bring in a couple, a couple really good teams next week coming to Boulder, uh, including top-ranked. UCLA. So uh, Buffs looking to get a result on the pitch on Friday night and then a big weekend for the volleyball team as well. Uh, a home series against the Washington schools, uh, University of Washington, the Huskies coming in on Sunday as the number 16 team in the nation. Washington State on Friday night getting some votes in the top 25. So another good opportunity for the volleyball team to, to get some results as uh, uh, they near the midpoint of their Pac-12 schedule. Yeah, so lots of things going on and uh We'll be on top of all of it at Buff Zone. So, um, you know, as always, everybody, you know, keep following our coverage. Basketball is going to heat up soon. And, uh, Pat, I'll look forward to seeing you in the press box tomorrow. Yeah, quick reminder. I forgot about this part, too. But uh, open scrimmage for the uh, men's basketball team Saturday morning. Uh, if you want to get out there, if you're tailgating, want to check out some basketball, black and gold scrimmage is happening. Doors open at the CU Event Center at 845. Uh, the workout and then scrimmage starts at about nine. Uh, they'll, they'll go maybe an hour and a half to uh, to two hours, give you plenty of time to, to get back over to Folsom Field and uh, admissions free. You can come in and, and, and get your first kind of glimpse at the new look basketball team uh, with some intriguing pieces also coming back and Tristan De Silva, KJ Simpson and last year's entire freshman class. So, uh, you know, if you, if you want to check out some hoops before football, come on out to the event center on Saturday morning. Awesome. Well, I know you'll be out at the event center and then over at Folsom Field. And so, uh, you know, we'll see you tomorrow morning and uh, go Buffs. Be a long day. So I uh, hope you get your win, Brian Howell. And uh, as for everyone else, thanks a lot for listening and uh, enjoy a busy Saturday. I know we will.